Welcome to Seriously Change Again, the podcast that's dedicated to change and transformation in all of its forms. Today, my guest is Kellen, a leadership coach who's dedicated to helping individuals within organizations reach their potential. I think it's been a fascinating conversation to talk about leadership and how others have to go through that change and how she helps them through that process. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Please take a listen. Kellen, thank you so much for coming and doing this podcast with us today. A pleasure. Thanks, Greg, for having me. This is great. So as you know, we always start with the first question just to warm everybody up. A question <laughs> about art. Mm. Can you tell me about something artistic, music, anything creative yeah. that maybe had a powerful impact on your life? Uh, I grew up with art. I ended up being quite good at art and was recognized for it and won lots of art awards in high school. Nice. So art became a very important part of my life um, and you know had a great uh, high school teacher who would take us to Toronto and we'd go to all the galleries the little galleries the large galleries and so art became started to permeate my life um, and creativity expressing oneself that that became yeah, uh, yeah. extremely important and um, so you know uh, I thought I might have a career in art I thought I might go to um, um, and do a fine arts degree um, and and that all changed so uh. so you can't leave me hanging with this one you said you were gonna do fine arts and then something changed what changed I thought I wasn't good enough and I said you know, I'm not going to make money at this. Like, you have to be pretty flipping good to, yeah, to go yeah. out and make a career out of it. You're so rational. You're so rational. Oh, here. So, so why don't you tell the audience what, kind of what you do for a living? Um, so I'm a leadership coach. Um, I don't say executive coach because I don't work with just executives. I work with leaders, and I see leadership in anyone. It could right. be a high school student. It could be a university student. It could be somebody who's not in a... In a um, leadership position if you will yeah, yeah. in terms of having direct reports so uh and 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 you know i'm really passionate about people i find people very very interesting um and i'm very privileged that they share their stories with me and it gives me a chance to help them um right. so that's a little bit of what i do and how long have you been doing that for yeah about 10 years Actually, Greg, I have to say, I, pro I feel like I've been doing it my whole life. Interesting. So, <laughs> so wh wh why do you say that? Uh, you know, in, in high school, my friends would come to me if they had a problem. And I'd ask them questions and let them talk it through. I came from a very noisy family of three brothers, and we were sort of, and a sister, and we were kind of the household where people would congregate. So it was a very loud family. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have the opportunity to speak. So I learned to listen. <laughs> and, um, and that's what I did with my friends. I learned to listen. And so yeah. it was the power of getting them to talk through a problem and supporting them through that. Um, and then going into my career, um, both as a leader and an individual contributor, I, I must have you know, had a sign on my back that said, if you need help, come to me. Right. And people would come to me and say, Kellen, I need some help. Yeah, um, yeah. I want to talk about my career here, or I want to talk about something. So I feel like I've been doing it for a very long time. And you bring up listening, which is critically important, but we're going to get to that in a bit, because <laughs> that's, that's something that we're going to talk about. Okay. So what do you think it takes to be a really good leadership, a, a, a leadership coach? Or? So um, as a coach, um, specifically as an individual, 
to not be afraid to be introspective in yourself, so self-awareness. And and in that, for example, to understand your vulnerabilities because you will meet clients that will touch on those vulnerabilities at times. Right. And so one of the most important things being a coach is coaching them, managing yourself, so not bringing yourself into the coaching the coaching experience or the coaching, the coachee's experience. Right, right. It's really about helping the coachee or the client figure out what's right for them, not what you think is right for them or what worked for you. That's not necessarily going to work for them. Um, so it's really understanding self and being able to manage that self when you go into a conversation, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so listen, listening, listening, listening. Asking great questions, obviously. Um, Not being afraid to push and probe. Uh, I had a client the other day who said, "Um, I can see myself getting to that level and that's good enough. Right. Um, And here's a very senior executive. And I said, I stopped him and I said, so, you know, what's going on there? Why stop there? Why not? So pushing, being able to push back, push someone to a further, to, to a deeper level. Uh, feedback, being able to give feedback tactfully. Right. Checking in on the individual, so compassion and caring. Um, and actually just being interested, being curious. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so those are some of the, some of the attributes of, of a good coach. It's not the all, be all and end all, but... So as a coach, what was the biggest learning that you've had over the years? I think um, uh, probably, so two, two big things. One is my own vulnerabilities, my own fears. Um, and so, um, um, and, and, you know, I learned that, you know, prior to going to Royal Roads for the yeah. executive coaching program, but they had a good portion of their program that was very introspective and looked at self. And so that was very powerful to say, okay, this, this is brought to the forefront and it's something that I need to manage and be aware of and do something about. So that, so that was good, vulnerabilities. Um, and then the other is the power of speaking and what it can do for an individual. Um, oftentimes, I'll, I'll think that you know, what have I really done for this individual? And they will be so grateful because all they needed was someone to sit and listen to them yeah, yeah. and let them talk through things. Of course, you ask them questions to get them to go a little deeper than perhaps they're willing to go or perhaps they know to go. Um, and so I think the power of them talking through to something to get to where they need to go yeah, and solve yeah. their own issues, for example. So what's the, you know, you're looking back on it now. What's the most unexpected thing that you found as a coach? Probably that, that people are so willing to talk. I'm so privileged, honestly, that people will just, they'll just tell me so many things that, and some of it is more therapy related. So you hear some very tragic stories. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that they're willing to f- trust you and 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 and, and that takes time, right? That t- that that obviously, um, you know, you asked earlier what one of the uh, the important things as a coach um, is is to it's actually to build that trust, right? And so I think you know people's stories are pretty phenomenal. I think that's probably the biggest surprise. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to talk today specifically about kind of how what's the process to make change in someone else 
And this is the whole theory behind our ser- our second series of, yeah. of kind of talking to different people. So let's start maybe with what does transformation mean to you in the context mm-hmm. of a coach and, and a client relationship? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so what does transformation mean to me is less important than what it means to my clients. Right. Um, and so, you know, what, where do they want to go in their wildest dreams? And I'll often ask that question. Use creative visualization. Close your eyes if you need to. Let's pull out some um, paints or, or colors and, and paper and draw it. Take yeah. some time to draw. And really think about where you want to go in your life. Think beyond where you are now think beyond where you think you can go um and so it's it's first it starts first with the individual really being able to let themselves go and go into that space of the world is your oyster right Right. what is utopia for you and so um so that's the biggest part of it yeah yeah, absolutely and it's pretty powerful when that happens it really it really is you've you've seen it obviously it's pretty it's pretty amazing actually and so you ask again about transformation um i was working out with a trainer and she's a dancer yeah yeah and i was telling her about the golfer how how transformation you know we see transformation it takes at least 90 days at least three months of a constant of constantly doing the same kind of behavior or undoing that behavior over three months and then uh, you know a habit is formed or the behavior is unlearned um and if you think of a golfer they will uh practice the same lay on the same golf course at the same hole over and over and over and over for weeks and weeks and weeks with a coach right by their side constantly giving them feedback right and so when the game comes then and they're they hit that lay then they've actually learned that you know it's taken them weeks and weeks and weeks of constant feedback and we don't have that luxury so back to lauren the dancer she said we have to practice a small move a simple move a hundred times before it becomes commonplace or the norm um, and so, again, as people, transformation, um, another, you know, giving feedback as a coach allows the individual to, I guess, we'll, we'll say transform. You talked a little bit about, you know, kind of what you do as a coach. And I want to dig a little bit deeper into that. So you've got a client who's going through transformation. Maybe expand on that a little okay. bit more. So figure out where they want to go. Yeah. Um, and that can take time. Because yeah, they yeah. might not know. Yeah, they yeah. might be stuck. Yeah, yeah. And that happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, if you're, I'm working with leaders in corporations, oftentimes they can't see themselves outside that corporation. So it might right. be, you know, um, just life in general. So then it's figuring out um, the current state. So what's going on? How do you want to, f- how do you feel today? How do you want to feel? So it's really getting them to open up and, and really get a sense of self. Right. And really understand who they are. Um, and and what they want Um, and then it's working with them over time to start to unpack that and then break down the gap analysis into steps or into areas so what's going to get you to that point it might be education it might be uh, um, you know a fear that's holding them back from change so working on that fear, really digging deep to say what's going what's gonna to break that fear or what's going to help you, or maybe the fear never goes away, yeah. but it's learning how to manage it. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because 
you know, coming at it from the consultative side, it's a similar process, but at an organizational level. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's fascinating to me to see the fact that what we're really talking about is the same process. It's understanding where they want to go. Yep. It's understanding where they are today. Yep. And what are the steps to get there? Absolutely. And what's that going to look like? So what role does the coach play beyond building that plan? So it's co-developing the plan with them. Right. It's helping them. It's encouraging them. So it's almost like uh, it's encouraging them and supporting them through that change and letting them know that it's okay if they make a mistake. Yeah. Um, it's discussing, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's encouraging them to reflect. And then, it, you know, it, may, it might be an out loud reflection with their coach. So they're reflecting as they're speaking with the coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, and so that will allow them to think, okay, you know what, I've learned from this. So to understand their learnings, as well as to celebrate their successes. And it's amazing here because a lot of people that, um, that, 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 you know, they start to achieve these steps. And I sometimes call them baby steps because for people who want this big bodacious goal, they may never get there or they may never even try to get there because it's too flipping big and they can't imagine it's, it's just beyond, beyond belief for them. And so it's breaking those into baby steps as we talked about breaking them into steps and miniature goals. But then as they achieve those steps, especially if they're achievement oriented individuals to recognize those steps, because that's motivating for them to constantly move forward. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. critical. That's yeah. critical, absolutely. What do you think are the traits that are, are needed for individuals to truly make change? Um, so a few things. Um, a willingness to learn. Yeah. A willingness to be vulnerable with and trust their coach. That's why the relationship's so important. A willingness to share those things that they might not share with others, especially if you think they're executives and they have to show up, often feel like they have to show up as highly confident, but also not make, you know, not, not the type of person to make a mistake. Right. So be comfortable with those mistakes, uh, comfortable with taking risks. Um, so, so willingness to be open, to be vulnerable, to be transparent in those conversations, to try new things. Uh, to reflect, that doesn't happen very often. To talk about themselves, that's a big one because, and, and oh, yeah. in talking about themselves, asking for help, that's a huge one. Yeah. Being very comfortable asking for help. Because I know for me, I was terrified of asking anyone for help. Yeah. Uh, and as soon as I started asking people for help, so when I was going through my coaching transformation, when I decided on a career change, you know, it's amazing how people, how generous people are and, and how it's okay to ask for help. It's okay. Do you think there's just people out there who just will never change at that? Um, oh. Or are they just not leaders? <laughs> that's, that's good. I like that. That's a great question. Um, so I've, I meet with people who either have a difficulty with change. Yeah. And I think I'm going to bang my head against the wall with this yeah, individual. Yeah. And so oftentimes you might, some coaches might say they're not coachable. Right, right. Um, and that may be the case. When the company's paying, you have to be a little careful how you use the time, right? Yeah, right so right, right. I'm, I'm a bit more stubborn and persistent than that. Yeah. So I'll often say, you know, let's give it a try. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so, so I, I think everyone's, everyone's capable of change. Um, but are they willing? And it might be that you've got them at the wrong time of their life or situation. 
if you were coaching somebody who was a team leader who had team members, mm-hmm. and they had people that weren't willing to make that change, mm-hmm. what advice would you give to them? Get to know their employees. Yeah. Um, really find out what makes them tick. Don't stop telling them to do things. I mean, as a leader, managers, you that has to happen sometimes. Um, but start asking them questions to let them sort of f- forge their own path, uh, and 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 to figure out what's going on beneath that. Yeah, yeah. Reason. So really get to know your employees. That's the biggest one. Um, the other is to, um, you know, l- let them know there's help at hand and that they're, they're as a leader, willing to facilitate that. Right. So the, the leader uh, doesn't necessarily have to do it all, but maybe introduce them to a network that can support them through that. Yeah, um, interesting. Have you developed any specific approaches or anything that's helped you along the way? So assessments and even just having that self-awareness conversation. What's what are you passionate about? What makes you tick? What do you yeah. what are your greatest fears? What are your biggest challenges? Let's talk about where do you want to go in life? Those kinds of things. Um, so so the self-awareness piece. Um, then you know I as you as you know I've got a, a resilience program. Yeah, um, yeah. It's called Mindflex that really allows an individual to build that resilience so that they can not just bounce back but always be in fine form to be productive yeah um and so it's really about uh self in in that program self-awareness um then it's then it's you know figuring out how to reframe a situation so if they're feeling negative about something how to reframe that then practicing new things um and then also allowing themselves time to re- to recover yeah. whether that's going for a workout meditating going having a walking meeting so uh, recovery is really important to being successful at work and i think it's interesting because we're now in the second series. The first series, we talked to folks about yep. kind of their own personal change. And one of the folks mentioned um, the best way organizations can change is prepare for change prior to it happening. Absolutely. And so I'm curious in our last couple minutes here to talk about the importance of resilience in your staff and yep. in your, your, your leadership. Yeah. Um, and, and its potential impact on organizations' ability to make change. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe you can, you can comment on the importance Absolutely. of that. Absolutely. Well, you think one out of five people experience mental health. Right. Um, a lot of that can... Um, and people are under a lot of stress, and even more so now. And we talk about children doing um, mindfulness programs and meditation in, you know, in kindergarten. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they're experiencing so much stress in this world. So it starts at a very young age. Um, so, so the impact of, of, of knowing, of understanding your own triggers to those things, to stress, let's say, um, is one way to stop it in its tracks. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, there's different components to resilience. So there's the personal taking care of self, yeah. either physically or emotionally or mentally. Um, so understanding those triggers, knowing uh, how to handle those triggers, taking a break, 
um, going, you know, uh, um, working out whatever might work for them. Then there's the social aspect. And if you're an introvert and you're shy and you might have uh, the stigma of mental health too, you have a tendency to withdraw, but the social piece um, is so crucial to building that resilience, to sharing your story, whatever that story may be, just to even have fun and laugh. We yeah, talk about yeah. laughter, um, and um, and then and then um, um, the th- the third piece is the environment, which as a, an employee you have less control over. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you have less control over who your boss is. Uh, who your coworkers are, um, but then that becomes a cultural issue, and you know, then is it is it is there a cultural fit or is it time to go? Um, and so, um, you know, working with people and building resilience, I've seen such a change in people just learning to relax, yeah. being able to sleep at night, and coming in with a fresh set of eyes. I don't know if you've ever had a night where you haven't slept, and the next day things just seem maybe not impossible, but just seem different. They, it's just not. And if you get a good night's sleep the next night, you wake up thinking, wow, the, the world is a different place. It's a better place. Well, no, it's not. It's Nothing's really changed. Just you had some sleep. Yeah. And so building that, that, that um, ability to take that time to wind down and, and, and figure out what's really happening and reflect. So last question here before we, we wrap up. Yeah. You know, imagine you're sitting across from from somebody who has to go through change. What advice would you pass along to them? Somebody who has to go through change? They're, they're being forced to make some change. In an organization, for example. Yeah, yeah. What would you say to them? Go and find out what's going on with you. Right. What's holding you back from change? Just really go and, and, and feel comfortable with introspection. And if that's uncomfortable for you, which it can be for a lot of people, go talk to somebody, yeah. um, a friend, a coach. You know, Start talking. Uh, really start observing and figuring out what's going on in your surroundings. That would be the first step. Then at the end of each day, reflect. Right. Um, or, or maybe it's a situation, a meeting. Yeah. Um, and reflect and, and say, what's really going on here? What went well? What would I do differently? What did I want to have happen differently? Um, and then have a plan to go through it and ask, ask for help. To ask my point help. earlier, ask for help. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That would be one of the biggest things. Absolutely. I mean, I think, as they always say, if, if you ask for help, it will always be given, right? Yeah, yeah, 99% of the time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, listen, we're, we're just about done here. And I want to thank you so much for taking this time. I really appreciate it. And uh, um, why don't you, just before we leave, Tell everybody about your, your, your program. and Yeah, okay. So um, MindFlex is a program that is uh, looks at transformation as a three-month window. It can yeah. be longer if need be. It's really to support people through change. But ideally, as you said earlier, if a company is going to go through an acquisition or a merger, um, start start bringing this this concept of change in earlier so people can adapt to that kind of situation so yeah yeah absolutely well thanks again (laughs) for your time i really appreciate it and we'll have to do this again well this ends our episode for today i hope you enjoyed it and thank you for taking the time to listen again my name is greg r mcgovern and for more information on the work that i do regarding transformation and change check out my website at www.gregmcgovern.org 
And as I always say, continue to adapt and change for tomorrow's reality.